0: And welcome to another episode of The Semi-Cast We're back again, my name's David Shack And I'm here with Anthony Murphy Hello, how are you? I'm okay, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, not too bad at all We're here for week three which is Week three, it's kind who of a have thought? I know, who would have thought that we managed to get through week one That we could concentrate on something for this long And not give it up for just something else mm. Another arcade cabinet or something
1: Yeah, or watching wrestling
0: Well that's happening, that's still happening in the background Mm, we just made it part of the site. Yeah. It's easy if you want to incorporate something into your life, you just make it part of the thing that you do week hmm. after week. Do, after do week. what you love. Yeah. Like, uh, I love calling Optus and finding out a new internet plan for myself. I've been on the same really? internet. Yeah. I've, I've been on the same internet plan for a while now. And I every now and again, I like with electricity and gas, I kind of think, oh, I could be getting a better deal or I could be getting the better something or other. So I decided to give him a call today, or no, uh, yesterday, and I asked him if there was any better plans I could be on. I'm, I'm on a, one of Optus' cable plans. I've been on one of Optus' cable plans for many, many a year. And the lady on the other end of the phone said, um, yeah, we can, w- there's actually a faster speed, so I'm on 30 megabits a second, which is probably positively Stone Age for anyone in the States or anyone no. outside of Australia.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. Australia's pretty bad. Yeah,
0: and... I maxed but she out said, at 8. Okay. Well, I maxed out on 2 megabits upload, but I get 30 download. And she said mm. that for an extra $25, I could get up to 100 megabits per second download.
1: Hmm. You decided that wasn't worth it? Uh, yeah, well,
0: I while I was on the phone to her, I was on my mobile looking up the plans just to double check it, and I looked at the current plans, because I was on an old plan, and the new plan said, no, it's for way cheaper than that you can actually get 100 megabits per second and phone and all that stuff and i asked her about it she's like oh yeah we could switch you across to this other plan which is cheaper but she didn't tell me that originally no so now i'm kind of got faster internet and it's about 60 bucks a month cheaper
1: i thought that you were on unlimited anyway
0: i'm on unlimited downloads but uh just speed wise i think i'm faster now so i can do more than one thing at a time That's pretty good. Yes, considering. We're we're in
1: the stone ages here where I live, banging rocks together. 8 megabit download, data caps, all that good stuff. Ah, data caps. Mm.
0: I just bit the bullet and paid for unlimited because I was sick of counting my bandwidth at the later stages of every single month.
1: Yeah, my ISP has like Steam content servers that aren't metered, and that's my really only big download. So I, you know, (laughs) I really don't notice it that much.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we're streaming a bunch of Netflix with both the kids doing it and my wife doing it, so there's a, ah. everyone's pulling in bandwidth. Now over a fatter pipe.
1: Yep. One would say almost the fattest of pipes. Yes.
0: the well, Hopefully. And I'm not in line for the NBN for another two, three years, I think.
1: Oh, okay. We should be getting it within six months, but it's probably going to be the shitty NBN since the Liberal government took over, so I don't it's know the- what we're going to
0: do. It's the N N B N, the National Not So Broadband Network. Yeah, the National Crap Band Network, maybe
1: N C B N. Yeah, I C B M. You see,
0: I don't understand why they didn't just didn't go with that straight off the bat. It's an it's no. an it's an easy to remember acronym, I think.
1: Yep. It should just have N B N. We'll probably ruin it eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, have you been up to anything else?
1: Oh, probably quite a bit. But nothing really that leaps to mind, except for boring things. Like, I think I went and got some milk for my cat, special cat milk. Uh, that trip's only as liked-
0: boring as you make it. You can make that yeah, well, an exciting
1: trip. She likes eating milk out of our cereal bowls, and it's not real good for her, so we decided to get her some uh, special cat milk that she can have.
0: So you can get special cat milk. Is it actually Is it sucked out of a cat, like they would suck no. the milk out of a cow? I think they just re- remove all the stuff that makes them sick. They like get a really tiny person to sit behind, under a cat,
1: just gently, squeezing. The cat would probably eat the tiny person yeah. if that was the case. Yeah. Uh gee, and I can't remember what else we did. We went to the reuse shop, which is like a junk store near us, and we couldn't really sort of... Well, we had to look around for some things, but nothing really caught our eye. There's like old bowling balls and... Lots of DVD players and stuff like that. So it's always an interesting trip just to see what people are throwing out and what they're trying to sell.
0: And did you throw out or slash buy anything?
1: Recently, we threw out, like, we drop a lot of stuff off on Savers. We try to cull books and clothes and things like that. Uh, And it's always that car park behind Savers in Greensboro is just not big enough. And it's like madness in there. And I reckon I'm not doing it again. I'm just going to drop them (laughs) in, like, the local brotherhood bin or something like that i've heard Save of a, a game
0: it? that some people have played with a reuse shop or a kind of a knick-knack shop and that's for two people and the first person goes in uh spends a little bit of time hunting around the store and tries to find the kind of the weirdest object that they can whether it be you know a, a pair of pants with a particular pattern that's a particular size or mm. uh like a clock that's shaped like a clown that sings happy birthday when you when the alarm goes and their job is to then go outside tell the second person and the second person goes into the store walks up to the uh, cashier quite you know innocently and says um just wondering if you can help me i'm looking for uh look it, look you're probably not going to have it it's fine but look i'm really looking for a clock that's kind of shaped like uh, like a clown and it's kind of sings happy birthday as and and just to kind of watch the cashier kind of going, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've got one. of Wait, wait, wait there. And then the cashier would run, get it, really excitedly bring it back and show, show you. And then you would go, uh, yeah, it's not quite what I was after. And then just leave. That
1: sounds cruel. Would they they, they perhaps say, have you got a guitar, a Guinness brand guitar, which is one of the things I found.
0: You sent me that photo and I was quite concerned that not, not that it was a Guinness brand guitar, that it was a Guinness brand guitar that also had a pistol sticker on it. And I was Mm. like, you know, whilst in the history of music, there have been guns and guitars joining up. I just don't think you should add the alcohol part. You should never do the alcohol and guns. I know that's probably in the history of music as well.
1: Ted Nugent probably does all three, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Right. Yeah. And he'd probably wear American uh, Stars and Stripes pants and a cowboy hat.
1: I used to think Ted Nugent was cool when I was a teenager. Now I just think he's crazy.
0: He's crazy, but I actually like, I'm not sure if we've ever spoken about it here on the semicast, but um, I like a bit of crazy in my celebrities. I don't think celebrities should be out. Saving whales and doing all that kind of stuff. I I think that we that celebrities get paid lots and lots of money so that they can be crazy. Like that's why I would give extra money to a celebrity. I like a little Richard or a Prince or a Michael Jackson or a Ted Nugent, something someone who's like I'm paying them to entertain me in all assets of their life or yeah, all, all facets of their life.
1: He was talking about shooting the U.S. president though, so maybe he went a bit far.
0: I thought he'd be on the side of the U.S. Isn't he a staunch Republican? But maybe. Trump no, no, of, no.
1: Him, this is this is
0: the previous U.S. president. Oh, right. Well, yeah, th- that I can understand. Not the shooting mm. part, but the him being against it.
1: Yeah, you know, that's just the way Ted Nugent rolls, I guess. Yeah,
0: well, Ted Nugent is a breed unto of himself. Mm. Uh, so nothing else, just a bit of secondhand shopping and milk, milk obtaining.
1: Yeah, milk, cat milk obtaining, secondhand shopping. Uh, yeah, how about you?
0: I last night. Uh, my wife and I went to see. We went to to the theater, right? We uh, took a trip into the city and we went to the Princess Theater. I think it was. You went to Princess Theater. Yeah, I went to Princess Theater. It was all purple right. and it had the symbols everywhere. Kind of yep. wasn't far off. It's one of those kind of really ornate decorative theaters, and riding you know, around you, on a purple you, you motorcycle. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But I went to see the Book of Mormon. Oh, and how is that? It's really absolutely good. I mean, I'm not really one for theatre, but I reckon I can make an exception when it's um, Matt and Trey written theatre show and it goes places that you expect it to go if it was them. If there had been a South Park episode, I would have understood. They go to a place and they go to a line, they jump over the line, and they just keep running and running and running and running until everyone in the in the audience is, is like either uncomfortable or cheering them on.
1: Were there any Mormons protesting? Uh, no, I didn't see any Mormons protesting. Right. Maybe it's not their thing.
0: No, but I like a theatre show where someone is on stage, and all of them are amazing singers, amazing actors, but there was one guy, and he was singing, and the lyrics of the song were, I still have maggots inside my testicles, and he was singing right. it. In the, yeah. So, it's just that type of show.
1: He should probably go and get that looked at.
0: He should probably go and get that looked at, but the he decided to do med- about it.
1: Medical intervention. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Is there a doctor in the house? Mm. So I went there and that was awesome. I paid $6 for a connoisseur ice cream, which was probably $4 more than what I should have paid for it. Mm. Wasn't that frozen either. The guy was carrying them around in his little half refrigerated satchels. But, you know. Refrigerated satchel? Yeah, he had two. He strapped them like cross, raised across his body, bandolier style. And Mm. yeah, he was. Load those ice creams into a shotgun and let it go. Actually, I would have paid $6 for that. To be shot in the face with an ice
1: cream shotgun. Yeah. And here we I mean, are talking about ice cream again. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's circles. It's gonna be we're gonna reference Sean Camp again, mm. and there's gonna be NBA Jam and potentially porn stars, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh have you been playing anything?
1: Uh I have. Uh I let's get the easy stuff out of the way first. I did the prerequisite amount of Elite Dangerous this week that I'm oh, required yeah. to do.
0: Yes. Found any aliens? No, I'm just going to no keep asking yet. every single week whether you found a- aliens because because that's pretty much all I know about that game is that it's I got aliens. I might stop in playing it. Elite Dangerous
1: before then. <laughs> um, no, no, I just I'm trying to save up for a ship. So they have these things called community goals where a, a space station somewhere needs something, so you bring it and they say, oh, the top 99 per, or the 99 percent of people will get this reward. 75 percent of people get this reward. and It's based on how much you bring. Like the top eight get like a, a obscene amount of money. So I was happy because I got into the top 75% and that means that I got four and a half million credits and previously the maximum amount of credits I had was 11 million. So that's quite a lot to get all in one hit for me. And how much is a
0: ship? How much are we talking for a ship? I mean, I, how much of a ship do I get for $4 million?
1: So ships range from 32,000 credits to uh, 250 million, I think. Okay. So, you- so they can get quite expensive. I'm aiming for about sixty million, which should get me into a Python. The the games like as you get better ships, your ability to generate money goes up. So, and and until you're just going mining in massive warships. Yeah, and the, then can the, you the pirate, pirates just look at you and <laughs> say oh, I wouldn't?
0: <laughs> then can you command a fleet who mine for you, or are you you still in charge of your own ship?
1: No, you're still in charge of your own ship, but in the larger ships you can hire NPC pilots and have like fighters in the in the hull of your ship and if someone attacks you you can just push a button and the doors open and all these NPC
0: pilots fly out and deal with them. Awesome. So in those games because I've always found in those space games like Eve that the thing I want and the thing that I think a lot of people want is just to be the badass on solo guy with just like one one freighter and a partner and you can mm. just defeat anyone, or you can just evade everyone. But that doesn't seem to be the case. Can you just get, like, one little ship that can cloak around and cause people havoc, yeah, or are they yeah. just going
1: sh- to they, they, they actually have a thing called silent running, where uh, the way they the way that ships, and this is all sort of modelled scientifically in the game, David Brabant is nothing if he is not a proponent of science. I thought you were um, going to say Scientology. Yeah, Scientology. Can I get the Elrond Hubbard a, ship? He's a scientician. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He um, so ships generate heat, and that's how you get a lock onto a ship. The more heat it's generating, the easier it is to target. So you have a thing called silent running, where you just close all of all of your uh, air vents. But the problem with that is you start to build up heat real quick. So yep. if you want to, if you're carrying cargo, which is illegal, and you want to get into a space station, yep. you line yourself up with what they call the mail slot, which is the entrance, yep. and you fling yourself at it and close you, and put yourself into silent running and hope you shoot through the mail slot before. Um, you get too hot and fingers crossed without a, a heat signature, the cops who hang around at the front of the station won't be able able to
0: scan you. I can understand how there could be potential accidents because of that. Mm. I, I don't trust myself with a ship enough to even take off, let alone no. silently glide my way untethered into a tiny slot.
1: Mm. Well, I will. I have hit a station on a number of occasions trying to mm. trying to get into it, either through not paying attention or just being lazy. Mm. There's um, a video that I like Sorry, to
0: watch. Sorry, my bad. I'm just backing up.
1: Yes. Um, there's a video I like to watch of a guy. They also have Newtonian versus non-Newtonian flight, so you can fly around like you're playing an arcade game, but you can also switch off flight assist, which means you can do stuff like turn and face behind yourself without changing the way that you're... Um, you're traveling, and then you yep. shoot at things. Okay. Um, and this guy uses that almost exclusively to throw himself at the mail slot, turn on non-Newtonian flight, tumble backwards through it, and then land perfectly on the landing pad <laughs> without even watching what he's doing, just I'm by sh- doing little adjustments of thrust in certain
0: certain direction. I'm sure he's tried that once at least before he videoed it. Mm.
1: He's a real good bi- pilot, and I don't think I'll ever be that good. But it's it's still still fun to watch.
0: A few weeks ago, I tried playing Euro Truck Simulator for the first time, and I oh, probably yeah. spent a good half hour trying to back my truck into just the a, a park, basically. It was like the first park. Mm. And I was like, I can do this. And the game kept popping up, I think, going, you can turn on automatic parking. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can do this. I can do this, and I can do it well. And I did it eventually, just. And I was on a slight angle, but I think they gave me a bit of leeway because of it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. I'd often wondered whether or not if you were carrying illegal cargo, if you had a friend and they just launched missiles at the station and then all the cops went after them, if you could just sneak through while the cops are chasing this this other guy. Usually die when that happens. So, so
0: that would be the uh, smoking the bandit ruse. Yeah, pretty much. You have a blocker ship who runs mm. up ahead causing trouble for the um, Sheriff Buford T space justice and mm-hmm. then they follow them and then your truck just glides on by.
1: Yeah, it's a cross between Smoking and
0: the Bandit and Brave Star, obviously. Yeah, I watched uh, Smoky and the Bandit again recently. Mm. Why did we, you do that? It's just a good movie. Right. I had a yeah. hankering for watching a Trans Am jump over shit, and <laughs> I had <it> a <laughs> hankering for some Jerry Reed country music. He played the truck driver, Jerry Reed, right, who was well, also a country singer.
1: Elite Dangerous is Smoky and the Bandit in space with 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 aliens.
0: Do you get handles that you kind of go breaker breaker? I'm um, coming into the the docking station backwards upside down flipping through just watch out
1: usually you have to ask for permission to dock
0: <laughs> backwards do you have to ask permission to dock backwards
1: no you just have to ask permission to dock full stop because they fine you if you don't uh
0: you need a dock pass yep do there they- are
1: times where i've been trying where i've just come into dock and i was like this is going really well and then it gets i get up close and it says hey you haven't asked permission and you're going to get a fine and you go Oh, shit, oh, shit, and you throw your ship into reverse to try to get out of the zone. (laughs) Your ship can't move that far, so you get fined anyway. So you've got to back all the way up, ask for permission, then go in and then pay your fine
0: like an idiot. Are the fines big? Are the fines worth not paying? If you can't be fucked, you just go, nah, screw it, I'm just going to drive in, they can find me?
1: You can. Eventually a fine will turn into a bounty that persists for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then you'll be uh, attacked in system. By people looking to claim it, I'm not sure uh, whether they'll prevent you from docking at stations if you've got a bounty. But um, yeah, you'll you'll get pulled out of um, out of supercruise by people trying to claim that bounty.
0: Yeah, my son has just started to play Skyrim, and he said oh, to me okay. the other day, um, "Dad, I I'm not allowed in Whiterun anymore because <laughs> <laughs> I t- I accidentally hit a guard." Mm. And they weren't, and now every time I go back to White Run, they attack me. It is that is that bad? I said, no, look, just go away for a while, though. You might have to pay a fine. Mm. I think it was his first experience of having to pay fines for things that you've done bad. Having an experience, I think he's having moral problems with it because he's like, oh, so he goes, So there is like a fighter's guild and there is a thieves' guild. And he goes, do you think I should join the thieves' guild? Do you think? I said, yeah, you can join the thieves' guild because I oh, just 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 not kind of not sure about the thieves' guild. He's got a bit of, you know. (laughs) Right. He's a a pretty good boy. So, yes. He's he's kind of like, do I steal? He's like, can I steal? I was like, yeah, you can steal. That's how you get shit.
1: Video games allow you to express uh, desires and thoughts that you cannot express in the real life because it's not uh, appropriate.
0: Or just do funny things without getting arrested.
1: Yeah. I remember in that particular city, there's that guy, Nazim or something. And whenever you walk past him, he says, um, oh do you get to the cloud district very often no of course you don't and he's indicating that you're poor and that's the reason why you don't nah. get there and i remember um, i had like a like a big daedric mace at one stage no actually i didn't it wasn't a daedric mace i pulled down the console and maxed out my hand-to-hand combat <laughs> and then i just went went to town on his face um, Did he talk to you from then on in the game? <laughs> no, he was quite upset with me. Yeah, and so were all the guards. But it was worth. Yeah, you just it. Pay. Just, just to hear him in mid sentence stop talking and get punched in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just pay a fine, or you just break out of jail. That's the yep. joy of being the thief in that game. I can pay a fine. Or I'll just just chuck me in jail. I'll break out. I'll see you again soon. Somebody
1: get my wallet. This is this is going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Oh, a lot of other things, actually. Mm, I played uh, Eldritch by Minor Key Games, and there's a video up on the site now. It's a short um, Lovecraftian-themed roguelike where you have to collect uh, an orb from each world, and whenever you die, the whole thing resets, and anything you're not storing in this special chest um, goes away, and everything starts all over again. Just stick everything in a special chest. Well, you can only stick artifacts in there, which are like a currency to buy things. So, you can okay. stock up on cash, but that will only get you so far. So, if you've got like a, a power that you want to keep, you know, you would have to go back and find that again. You can sort of rerun areas you've already run. It has a thing where the creatures that you kill, if you don't loot them, they'll stay dead. Yep. If you loot them, they'll respawn. Oh, right. So you can so kind of farm levels. Can Is you- they,
0: they, 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 yeah, go. If you don't want them to respawn, but you want some of the stuff on them, can you do that thing where you just take everything but two coins off them and then they stay no, dead? No, I, I think once you loot them, that's it. Oh, okay.
1: And they have to be commended for putting in creatures that you can't actually kill. Oh, ah, um, okay. If some, if you watch the video all the way up to the end, uh, I get a surprise and I had to normalize my vocal levels on that video. <laughs> um,
0: you just learn a valuable lesson about compression.
1: Mm, I did. So, yeah, that, that's like one of my go-to games where I don't know what to play. I, I go and play some uh, Eldritch. Yep. In a similar vein, I played Darkest Dungeon by Red Hook Studios, oh, yeah, continuing yeah. The, the, the Lovecraft theme. Mm-hmm. Red Hook being, of course, taken from the HP Lovecraft story, the horror at Red Hook, I think. Anyway, that's a squad management game almost, I think, mm-hmm. kind of. You're building a little hamlet and you've got a squad of guys and you send them into the dungeons to get stuff for you to upgrade them and upgrade your town. and Do my bidding. Put yes. yourself in harm's way. In the course of that, they will go insane and develop neuroses and you'll sort of rotate them in and out, kind of like XCOM. But if XCOM allowed your soldiers to become permanently disabled... <laughs> do um, they eventually
0: become so crazy that they don't take orders anymore?
1: It can be. It can be difficult to work with a character that's, that's very insane because they won't actually do what you tell them to. They'll do their own thing and they'll require weird things. So um, it's like Dwarf
0: Fortress Darkest Dwarf Fortress dungeon They just oh, would, do their own yeah. shit
1: Well Dwarf Fortress is different because the whole, in, entire game Is based on the fact that you don't tell anybody What to do <laughs> that You give commands and if someone's able to carry them out They will So even if the fortress is being overrun by goblins And there's a lever that the dwarves can pull That will pull up all the door bridges This dwarf won't pull it even though he's right next to it Because he saw a sock over there that he wants to pick up
0: He's very drunk And mm. he needs some food
1: well, dwarves in Dwarf Fortress don't actually drink water. They Well, they do, but they get depressed if they drink water. You yeah. have to have a constant supply of booze. Yes. We can get into Dwarf Fortress another time because I could talk about that game for my a My dwarves long seem time. to have
0: wanted a constant supply of fire because all, all my ones that tend to end up on fire. And mm. I just have to let them die of their own fiery death and then they eventually mm. come back.
1: Did you build a machine to process immigrants? Uh, I No, I don't think I did. I did once. It was a- so, if you have too many immigrants in Dwarf Fortress, you, you can have trouble building, like, lodgings for them all and they get upset and they cause trouble. And, yeah. Become and then the whole thing spirals out of control. So, the best thing to do is to make sure that you have a way to steady the flow of immigrants. Mm-hmm. My way to do that was a room, which we called the the initiation center. Oh, or yeah. The, yeah. yeah. I think that's infra- what they're
0: about to uh, implement in the U.S., Yes, yes, it's
1: an, it's an information kiosk where you get information about your new life in the Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. And after all the immigrants are in there, the doors close and it fills with water.
0: <laughs> so, then they're after- very depressed and they're dying because yes, they're drinking the water and going, going hey, this drunk. isn't grog.
1: Yeah. The, um, the levers to make all this work are positioned very far away from the actual room so the dwarves don't get depressed while they're working this machinery. Uh, and then after that, <laughs> after everyone's drowned, the water's drained out through specially um, designed grates. Grates are there so that if the dwarves are carrying anything valuable, it doesn't go down the grates. And, yeah, um, yeah. And, and we lose it. And then they're all, their clothes and everything are taken and stored and they're given proper burials.
0: Because if there's anything a dwarf likes more than booze or stone, it's stuff.
1: mm. Like Crusader Kings 2, Dwarf Fortress makes you do terrible things in service of game mechanics.
0: Yeah, yeah. We should probably do something with Dwarf Fortress. That might be fun.
1: We'll eventually.
0: I think I bought a Dwarf Fortress book ages ago because it was just impenetrable to this extent that I just... I'm going to go and purchase a physical thing with paper that I can sit down and read and figure this out.
1: I think I've got the same book, actually. Yeah. So, uh, one of the other things I played was a game called La Mulana, which is an old sort of Japanese... Uh, side-scrolling room-based uh, exploration game, 2D yeah. sort of platformer. Um, and it's made to look like an old MSX game. And so the idea is is that you arrive at this place and you go into these ancient ruins and you explore them and there's, like, rooms
0: that are kind of almost like puzzles in themselves. Um, like they fill with water and you get given a pamphlet to say, hey, welcome to the fortress. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They should so uh, make I the opposite actually- game. to <laughs> uh,
1: Well, not to get back to Dwarf Fortress for too much, but there's another mode in Dwarf Fortress called ex- Exploration Mode where it's possible to stumble across one of your failed fortresses. So, somebody yeah. could walk into the into the Tool. flooded room. <laughs> um, then, anyway, it's got sort of things like there's buttons, but you need sort of weights to put on them, like Indiana Jones stealing the yep. idol, or otherwise I don't walk. Uh, sorry, work. If you haven't got any weights, it's possible to lock yourself in a room until oh
0: you know and then you just starve
1: well if you can get to another room you can cause all the monsters to respawn and they may drop weights so they're yeah, sort right. of going backwards and forward so it's kind of that old sort of super nintendo msx feel it's like a big world with lots of rooms and a big dungeon that you don't know how deep it is and it's sort of good to just to sort of sink your teeth into and figure out how it all works
0: yeah, it's like one of those games that's not balanced so that everyone can kind of get through it every single time. Like, you can just get to a point where you can't finish the game because you don't have um, enough weights?
1: People people said they have, but I haven't stumbled across it yet. The game isn't randomised. It's the same every time. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so, yeah, the, it, you know, you can look up FAQs and things like that, but because it's a Japanese game and sort of like a smaller scale one, <laughs> it's probably highly possible the developers decided, well, you just can't finish the game if you get this far.
0: Yeah, well, I do remember that uh, back in the early console days, like the NES and the SNES games would change from their Japanese release to uh, a Western release because the Japanese people didn't think that the Westerners were smart enough to finish their games. So there, mm. there are Japanese releases and American releases, I think, that are different in slight ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy was famous for that. It's like Final Fantasy. This number is actually this number in the US, and this one was never released. And
0: yeah, I saw something during the week about there was a fighting game that got changed in its US release. That there was no blocking um, mid and low. They took out the low block just to make it simple. I just, I just, the westerners can only block the one, so they just push back and it's fine. There's no. It's not Waku
1: Waku Seven, is it? No, I need to get that running again. That's a good fun game. Continuing my efforts to force Waku Waku 7 into this podcast.
0: No, Yeah, Waku Waku 7. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. What else have you got?
1: Uh, Well, I played Halo Combat Evolved. Of course you did. Again, I pulled out my original Xbox and plugged it into my TV and turned it on, and then the power light flashed orange and green for a little while, and that alarmed me. Was it eventually good? It was. I read. Someone said, "Oh, you just don't have the AV cables plugged in properly." So oh, I unplugged right, okay. them and plugged them in, and and eventually did its thing.
0: I always wondered about the original Xbox and how much you can do without Xbox Live running, because I mean, at the that original point, one. Yeah, because we didn't. Oh, I suppose we didn't really have it in Australia. No, no. I, oh, I do remember getting a US account and a US postcode Dis- enough so that I could play Mech Assault online.
1: Hmm. And also Splinter Cell Chaos Theory.
0: Yes. I actually almost, and I will admit, I on this week on eBay, I almost bought a copy of Splinter Cell Chaos Theory for the original Xbox because I no longer have my copy, and I really like that game. But right. um, yeah, You can
1: get it on Steam. Yeah,
0: but I just wanted an original. Apparently, it's not very good on PC, though. Yeah. It was $0.99. Cents, shipping was $7, so I was like, nah. <laughs> I'll find another copy.
1: So Halo is still interesting to play. It's still fun. Um, yeah. I noticed some frame rate issues that I didn't notice the first time I played the game. It would get a little bit hitchy. I'm not sure if that's because it's like the Xbox is old and having trouble reading off the disc and things like that.
0: Or is it just that we're used to 60 frames a second now and that's just what we had back then?
1: Yeah, possibly. The the most interesting thing is the way it treated um, players who are lost is that it doesn't tell you where to go, which is interesting for a console game. Like, this is supposed to be the console game of console games. Yeah, but uh, if you get lost, it, it doesn't tell you where to go. And eventually, Cortana will say, "Oh, we need to be headed here, Chief," and she'll put a waypoint up. But the game seemed sort of, I guess, more advanced than modern games, is that there, there isn't a waypoint system until the game figures out that you need one. Okay. It doesn't just put a just doesn't put a breadcrumb trail for you to follow everywhere. So you're you know quite able to just you know smash your warthog around the environment until um until the game gets sick of you doing that and says, "Hey." You've got a job to do.
0: <laughs> you could be lost. Are you
1: sure you know how to play this game? Mm. So, yeah, I'm probably going to play that all the way through. It's still hooked up, and I've been, sort of been doing one mission a night-ish. Um, it's still fun. It's it's still uh, well-made. You can probably still see the part where it was originally going to be a Macintosh game at some point.
0: But, it's yeah. kind of funny because I played the Master Chief Collection, the Xbox One version of the game, uh, or, or the remake of the game, earlier this year, mm. and I was playing the remastered game, and I was like, this is what the game looked like, I'm sure it, was the, it wasn't it was that bad, and then I clicked, the, it's kind of got the button where you can go back and look at the original graphics, and I clicked mm. that, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I remember what it was all about now, it's hardly yeah, any skybox, and <laughs> all the textures are really flat. Compared- there's a reason
1: why it's set in like a space ring Dyson sphere thing, is because yeah. then nothing has to look like a real regular building, it can yeah. all just be abstract shapes.
0: Oh, it's Alien. No, this is an Alien
1: gun. Hmm, Covenant. Truth and yeah. Truth and... So, I started playing that because I had the Halo Truth and Reconciliation suite in my head for about a week, and yep. I couldn't... I would drum the drums on my steering wheel while I was driving, and I couldn't get it out of my head. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just
0: pull the console out. I think I've got the soundtrack to that. Mm. mm. I think I have two, but not really an original one. You could just put that in your car stereo and not have to have pulled out an Xbox.
1: I don't think it would have worked. I was after the the big driving the warthog and hearing the thing and and but that uh, I remember now that doesn't happen until the end of the game.
0: Uh, well, you know, you've, you've got a bit of time.
1: I do. I I now, but I could just jump to the last mission and do it. But I have not driven a warthog for so long that um that I'd need all the practice of playing through the game. I was never good at driving point. the warthog. Yeah, I'm not too bad at it. I still hit things, but I can. I, I know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I also played Titanfall again.
0: Are you having fun with it yet, or is it still a bit? No.
1: Well, I guess you could say I've had fun with it because I finished it. Oh, cool! Did you enjoy um, your time with yes, it? Yes. Respawns. uh it was all right. Respawns still know how to make a spectacle shooter, but oh yeah, it sort of stood in stark contrast to Halo, that it always told you where you had to go, and yeah, it did you know there was very little deviation from the set route?
0: It was a I very mean, it, it was fun, but it was a very tight kind of five six hours, I think.
1: Hmm. I'd say it was fun but it wasn't interesting would be the way that, that it's 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 not interesting in the way that say Hitman was interesting last year or um I'm trying last year was a bad year, I'm trying to think of something that was interesting and I can't come up with anything.
0: Yeah, I just found it interesting for what they did with the first person shooter campaign and actually did just do a tight, good five hour campaign, five, six hour campaign and mm. just made it like I was having fun the whole time.
1: Yeah, well, I definitely had fun, especially near the end. I did the last couple of levels
0: in one big long stretch
1: because I wanted to see what happened next. But
0: um, the, the uh, did you have fun with the seer kit? The seer kit, which was the um, when your titan has its end and it wants you to get out of the facility. Oh, you're talking about the gun that auto locks onto? Yeah, everything? the auto lock gun and the knife. Oh,
1: does the knife actually do something? Does it?
0: Uh, well, the knife is the facility that enables you to hack. You hack in the game by mm. just jamming a knife into the console. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all right. Sort of liked it, I guess. Um, yeah. Probably one really late thing is I played a, a bucket load of Grand Theft Auto 5 yesterday. <laughs> oh, right. Um, just because Chris was playing it and um, and he was getting well ahead of me and he wants to obviously talk about it yeah. and uh, we, we can't talk about it. Uh, until we're at the same point So I'm I'm not sure if I'm caught up to him yet But yeah it's like He was talking about things Rockstar have a way of taking a story that's like a, You think it's just, oh, this is a regular gangster story and Then they just kind of twist it a bit And yep. he was talking about things that happen And I was thinking that sounds so far From what's happening in my game at the moment <laughs> <laughs> That I wanted to get there And see it so I'm kind of pushing through um, I did get up to the scene that was a bit Controversial where, you, where you, the main character Tortures somebody and sort of you're right. one of the main characters, mm. and you have to actually choose whether you use the car battery or, you know, pull their teeth out with pliers. Reservoir dog style? Yeah, it was a bit rough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't don't really know how I feel about that. I don't know if they did it just for shock value. I mean, the guy who does the torturing, like your first introduction to him is he has killed someone by stamping on their head a lot. So he's it's definitely in character for that guy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't really know how I feel about being made to do it myself. Yeah.
0: Well, I suppose they do put you in those situations and say, Mm. you know, this is the game.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's all that I played
0: this week. How about you? Okay. uh, I did the Hitman Elusive Target this week. And uh, no, not yay. For the very opposite of yay, I failed it within, like, about two minutes. It is, uh, I think it was Bangkok where... there's no safe way in. You kind of have to steal a costume and get in, and then, oh, so you're and not I was thinking ha-
1: about Colorado, are you? Oh yeah, maybe because it's Colorado. Bangkok is the one where you start That's in right. the uh, hotel.
0: No, yes, you're right. It was Colorado, and I yeah, I made it. I've got in, but I was I didn't have a costume yet. I didn't have a disguise yet. So then I tried to get back out and look at and try to get one of the guards to make it a little bit easier for myself. But as I was jumping out of a window, the guard was coming by and he had a friend and then they both shot at me and then I it, it was all over. So I think that was the fastest that I've ever lost an elusive target. So that was. I think I
1: did something similar with the previous one where I was in the middle of throwing a guy into a hamper when two guys walked around the corner and that was just about it then.
0: Yeah, I tried shooting back, but they had bigger guns. I mean, mm. because I got settled down, I had drink and I had stuff. I was like, all right, let's do this properly. I've got some time. I've got another, like an hour and a half to spend. I can kind of really get myself in. And then I was just out of it in two minutes. Right. But that's the joy of playing Hitman.
1: I did something similar, I was trying to record a um, a video for the site of The Long Dark and I froze to death while skinning a deer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, does, that doesn't make very compelling videos, so yeah. I'm going to re-record it. Possibly with my wife over my shoulder telling me what to do
0: because she's actually good at those games. Okay, you should probably get her to play it and then you just VO over, the top and just pretend you're playing it. Mm. That wouldn't make it fun.
1: No. Not for her anyway.
0: No. Uh, so, also, uh, we kind of spoke last week about my continually playing Tap Titans 2, mm. and I kind of felt it was time that I stopped playing Tap Titans 2, but I also found that I think I do need a mobile game in my life, so mm. I started to play Picross 3D Round 2. No,
1: oh, that's the old old Nintendo game, isn't it? An uh, old DS game? Yeah, so uh, Picross- Or Game Boy Advance, even.
0: Yeah, well, Picross, they have the 2D ones, which I've played a couple of times, but this is Picross 3D, so instead of just being the single 2D plane, you can kind of spin it around and pull little handles and go in and out, so you can, so it's kind of like a 3D version of your, obviously, because it's called Picross 3D. -hmm. Uh, I bought the demo, sorry, I downloaded the demo a couple of months ago before it was out, and I played half of it, and then my wife played the rest of it. And then I didn't think of it again, but I was kind of going through and I was like, oh, Picross 3D, that'd be a good thing to wean me off Tap Titans 2. So I bought the whole thing and I'm, I think, 11 or 12 books in, which is- They have these little books and each one has five to six puzzles. So I've been playing a fair amount of it because, yeah, I'm Mm. a fair way in. I'm playing on it hard because you get more points and you unlock more stuff. And there's apparently, Uh there's amiibo support, which you can scan an amiibo and then I think you get to- reveal whatever the amiibo is in the from the cube i do have a couple of amiibos but i haven't tried it yet Mm. are these mint in box uh no they are uh, non mint out of box on shelf haven't really used them for much right i bought them because i really wanted a mario figure or didn't really care about the amiibo bits and pieces but now that i think they might have a use i can whack them into picross 3d which Mm. i might try later on But that's going well. How does
1: does that work? Is that like, do you have an NFC reader on your phone or
0: something? Uh, No, it's NFC reader on the 3DS.
1: Oh, right. This is on the 3DS. Sorry. I thought we were talking about a phone game. No, no. Because you were trying to get rid of Tap Titans. No,
0: I figured that I'd just try and just use another device because I actually have a bunch of stuff. So there's that. And I also do have, what's it called? Uh, Super Puzzle and Dragon, which I played ages ago and I got a fair way through, but I probably need to go back to that as well. There are a bunch of games that are way better than Tap Titans 2 for me to play. Uh, no, no,
1: there's that game that came out for the DS where you have to rub scorpions off somebody.
0: Yeah. Project Rub that. or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> I've got a DS somewhere. I should get that and just try it out. Mm. But no, as my public service announcement, and I'm going to take one for everyone, you shouldn't play Tap Titans 2. No matter how right. much you like getting coins when you hit things, getting lots of coins when they come out of the thing, just just don't. It's, It's... Don't.
1: Actually, there's a, there's a suitor game that you should play if you're looking for uh, something to play on your iPad yeah. or iPod. Uh, and I'm just looking it up now. Now yeah, we, we had Killer7 the other week, didn't I'm, we?
0: I'm incredibly interested now. I, I want to know. It's called
1: what- Liberation Maiden. That sounds awesome. And, and it's a sort of anime shooting game. With, like, full, well, at least the opening cutscene is, like, full anime CG about a girl who is president of Japan, um, and she be- gets re-elected by, like, one vote, and Japan has been taken over by robots or monsters or something, and after she gets re-elected, like, the floors of parliament split open, and her giant mech comes up and she gets in it and goes off and fights the monsters or the robots so, or whatever.
0: So, I'm just going to say that even before you finish that sentence, I'm downloading the game. It's downloading right. on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 10% of the way through downloading it,
1: it was okay. an old, What was that other game Metal, Metal Wolf Chaos I think Was a game where you played as the president of the United States Who has a mech <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that Japan just kind of go Alright so who's going to be our main character The, the president Screw yeah. it. <laughs> The president Or it's, it's either we're going to make the president a character Or we're going to make someone the president
1: Bad dudes versus dragon ninja
0: Bad dudes versus dragon ninja We're going to make Chip from guilty gear president because he deserves (laughs) it he obviously got voted in by ninjas or we're going to make the president about us and then i think that's when saints row went us westerners can get on board with that as well
1: we can do this too we can have the president apparently yeah in metal wolf chaos your the enemy your nemesis is the vice president (laughs) (laughs) Ah. yep it's an old xbox game actually i might see if i can find it somewhere okay
0: uh, so, there was Picross 3D as my mm. continuing attempt to remove Tap Titans 2. I still haven't deleted it from my phone. I, I should probably do that now. Should we do this together? Just as a
1: Delete things as from a group? your phone. Yeah, look,
0: I'm going to hit sure. it. Tap Titans 2. Shell
1: in RM-RF forward slash. <laughs> yeah,
0: but don't get the dot in the wrong spot. That makes it bad. Mm. Uh, all right, I'm deleting it. Delete Tap Titans 2 question mark. Deleting this app will also delete its data. Good. I'm hitting it button and it's gone. Gone. And you know what? While I'm at it, I'm deleting Super Mario Run because that's a fucking shit show. <laughs> I didn't even care about that one. I cared more about Tap Titans 2. I was a little bit emotional about clicking that button, but Mario was just like, right. nah, I'll just chuck you on the end. <laughs> Mario automatically vaults over things. Mario does not automatically vault over anything. No. He jumps and you push the button.
1: What's the point of the game if you automatically vaults over things? Because I haven't uh, played
0: it. It's like an auto runner, so you can't I think it's more about collecting coins than getting to the end of the level. I think you can yeah. kinda of get to the end of the level pretty easily. But it's about having endless
1: endless runners like No, this you, isn't you an endless easy. runner. This is merely a no. runner.
0: It's, right. It does end, but you play it over and over. Um, what's
1: the what's the logical conclusion of this? Next thing's just gonna be called a run
0: or yeah. an er. Yeah. A jump. So instead a jump. of going across you just jump up and down and see how many jumps it's an, you can it's an get.
1: endless endless jumper. And Sounds then, like an item of clothing that your aunt would make for you.
0: Well, see, then actually, kind of appreciate Tap Titans too because they've just gone to the most logical conclusion, and you just tap the screen and get and just level up, basically. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. you hire people to help you tap faster and get more money, but they've just taken all the shit around it, put some graphics in it. No, I'm not going to download it again. I'm downloading the other weird shooter game. Right.
1: Is okay. It? What else have you been playing?
0: Uh, I have been thinking a lot this week about Street Fighter because right. um, I've played a bunch of Street Fighters, so, Leno you know, 2 and Alpha and 3, but but only kind of on the periphery and only really light touch. I haven't really hmm. gotten super into combos or super into the depth of what the game is because those games, there's like shallow level where you can play, but there's a depth that if, even I don't think I can touch. But um, no. I've been thinking a little bit about those and about how I haven't ever gone that deep and... I've been thinking about getting a little bit back into some Street Fighter and figuring it out. I was reading an article about about hitboxes and about how hitboxes mm. work and about how priority works and all that kind of stuff, and that was super interesting. So I've been on a bit of a quest to try and find a way to play a Super Street Fighter Two Turbo uh, with all the equipment I have. Thank
1: God, because when you said Street Fighter, I
0: thought you meant Street Fighter One. No, no. Um,
1: you, you've actually come close because the two guys that worked on it left Capcom afterwards and went to SNK and, and worked on Fatal Fury and Out of Okay, Fighting. well, I've
0: definitely played those. I was always more an SNK fighter guy, King of Fighters and all that kind of thing, Fatal Fury and Last Blade and Samurai mm. Showdown and, and all those type of things. Last
1: Blade is awesome.
0: Last Blade 2 is even better. Mm. So, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about Street Fighter. So, I mean, I've got a copy of uh, Street Fighter 3, Third Strike. I think I've got the Japanese Dreamcast version here, but I don't have a Japanese Dreamcast, so I was also on eBay looking at prices for Japanese Dreamcasts, which aren't as expensive as you think. They're actually quite cheap. Right. I still haven't got one of those yet.
1: You can play Fantasy Star Online.
0: I could. There would be servers up for Fantasy Star Online still.
1: I have it on good authority that there is a uh, player-developed server for Fantasy Star no, don't say
0: that. I'm going to be getting a Japanese... I'm, no, I'm, not going to, I'm, I'm pushing my phone across the desk. <laughs> I'm not going to be getting one of those right now. Um, so, yeah, i am just been thinking a little bit more about that, about how to kind of get into it a little bit more. I've just been looking up Australian mm. fighting game sites and Australian fighting game scene sites. And apparently there is an Australian fighting game scene, which I might investigate a little bit. Um... I'm one step closer to plugging in that CRT TV. I've got sitting on the ground here into the PS2, plugging my arcade stick in. I've I found a very very cheap copy of Street Fighter Anniversary Edition for the PS2 on eBay, which has I think it's it's kind of a mixture of all the different Street Fighter 2s. So I think it's from Street Fighter 2 up to Street Fighter 2 Hyper Edition up to Street Fighter so Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and you can actually mix and match the characters. So I'm going to start to play that a little bit and I I do have a fighting stick for the PS2, so I think that should be helpful.
1: Right. Is
0: it still your Guilty Gear stick? No, it's not. I got rid of that one. It's a uh, reissue, or it's the PS2 version of a fighting stick made to look like the uh, Neo Geo AES fighting sticks. Right. With a couple extra buttons.
1: I have a quick update on uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, It's on eBay for $162 US.
0: (laughs) Whoa. I'm not getting that. That was way a lot more than what I just paid for the other one.
1: Yeah, it's actually by From Software who are going to do Dark Souls. Oh
0: yeah, okay, cool. Um, I've got a bunch of games that I'm looking for, but are really expensive. And occasionally you find mm. a cheap copy of it, so I just chuck them in an eBay watch list and go, hey, if, if anything comes in, just tell me. And I've found some pretty good bargains of things I've been looking for.
1: Yeah, I tend to go the opposite route. I look up stuff that I own to see how much it's worth. Uh, I found a very cheap copy so of
0: Res, the Japanese version of Res for the Dreamcast.
1: Hmm. Uh, There's a guy selling uh, Res at the moment, uh, including the Trans Vibrator, <laughs> um, for $149. Okay, That's there is a cop Dreamcast copy of Res for $248.
0: Yeah, I didn't pay anywhere near that. I paid mm. a lot. Well, a lot less than that. I think it was just a local guy just wanting to get rid of one. So, yeah. That's. That was lucky on my behalf. But now, I've got a bunch of Japanese Dreamcast games, and I think a Japanese Dreamcast would be in my future. Maybe.
1: Maybe. maybe. My wife and I have been talking about going to Japan, so I don't know. Hey. Okahabra.
0: Is it Okahabra? Uh, Akahabra? Akahabra. Apparently, that's,
1: that's not even the best place anymore. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but I would have to get worded up before that happened. Go to Super Potato. Super Potato. I'd probably have to save a bunch of money um, (laughs) before I went as well.
0: Yeah. I actually don't think that the big game store has the giant throne of SNES cartridges anymore. No. they, They may have taken that away. Well, we are all poorer for it. Yeah. I was trying to see if I could get a. in my quest to replace my mobile gaming. I was trying to find if I could get a cheap Game Boy SP Micro. But they're still up around two hundred bucks. So oh yeah, I'm not getting one of those.
1: No, I definitely wanted one as well. I've got my SP that still works, but I wanted a micro. There's never yeah, really go around to getting it.
0: Yeah, I saw during the week that there are different versions of the SP with different better backlights and screens. So, but I'm just not sure which one I've got. I've got to hunt it out and see if I've got a good one or not.
1: Hmm. Well, what else have you been playing?
0: I've been playing a bit of okay. So, uh, Diablo, three.
1: Yeah. I've...
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't even Um, know you
1: owned it. I didn't up until this week. You bought Diablo 3.
0: I bought Diablo 3 because PlayStation Store was having a January sale, but I got it because Blizzard are doing an event in Diablo 3 where you can play the original Diablo within Diablo 3. I've heard of this. But I got in it and I didn't meet the prerequisites for it, so I had to start playing the game. And then Mm. by the time I got to the point I could go in... I was already in a different act So I've got to either figure out how to get back to the previous act Without losing my progress Or just don't play the thing I went in there to play Those fuckers Yeah, huh It's apparently a yearly event So even if I don't play it this year I can get it next January Oh, okay You know, a year I'll give you an update in a year if I, All right. if I find it But I've actually been enjoying it um, Episode 55 it, Yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I have been enjoying it, actually. It, it reminds me, obviously, a lot of Diablo 2, way better graphics. Uh, the transfer to the console was, was actually good. I thought it would be a, a little bit compromised, but mm. it actually plays well. It feels like it's it was made to be a console game because you get your left stick to move you around and the right stick does a roll, so you can do like, a combat roll, left, right, forward, back, so you can get out of the way of things. Mm. And then the, the face buttons and the shoulder buttons do all of your different attacks and power-ups and buffs and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's it feels like a very polished Blizzard game, obviously. I mean, it's, it's been out for a while.
1: If only they had you do, like, quarter-circle-forward combos on the second stick. Well, then did you see?
0: Like- I posted an, a news article on the site that SNK are doing a King of Fighters beat em up where well, you can... Yes, it's, I saw it's, that. Like, it's like Final Fight, but you can do all your quarter-circle-forwards, dragon-punch moves within it. So, I'm actually quite looking forward to that.
1: Right. This is... Just- is there no, any reason for me not to just to stand on one edge of the screen and psychoball everybody over and over no, again?
0: No, absolutely not. You should definitely do that. I'm sure that you'll be fighting somebody who is the president. Hmm,
1: eventually. Or some guy with, you know, big glasses that is named after a vaguely 80s rock star or movie star.
0: And he's also the president. Hmm. They just keep piling things on top. They, they don't care yep. if it doesn't make sense.
1: He's also capturing endangered animals. If <laughs> <laughs> you remember Grail. <laughs>
0: what was the game it was the fighting game we played on the gamecube when we didn't have many gamecube games bloody raw bloody raw that was the one yeah i remember the name of it yeah we need to add that into friday night fights eventually
1: i've still got it i've still got a got a a gamecube Uh, i haven't pulled that one out and replayed it but from memory it was pretty bad
0: yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't mind that Friday Night Fights is going to include the occasional bad game. I think it should include the occasional bad game to give us a right. broad spectrum of where fighting games have been, where they're going, and the badness, as well as the okay. goodness. Okay, Genesis the
1: Sailor Moon fighting game, here we come.
0: Oh, yeah, if I can get the the Neo Geo board to output onto into a streaming capture device, we can definitely play some Wacky Wacky 7.
1: Well, there sounds like there's some soldering to happen there. Yeah, I need to get a super gun.
0: No, that's, I did. I was. I have been on sites this week within the last seven days that sold super guns, that sold um, emulation um, ROM ripping devices, so I could legally rip ROMs. I've been to some places this week. Sounds like it. Oh yeah, I've. It's my computer feels like it needs a bit of a clean. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to some certain sites. Get in there with the spray and wipe. That weren't adult related, but they were definitely in in the same realm of yeah. I I am surprised my virus detection is not going off.
1: Yep. Warning, warning, warning.
0: Yeah, but there are some people out there building some shit. Yep. To rip things from certain things into other things. That's good. So it's just so that you don't have to solder. Hmm. So uh, that, so that these games don't end up just being forgotten. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and I was actually going to talk about it in the weekly top. Maybe we'll leave it back to the weekly. We topic. will. When we kind of get there. Um, I've also just had a quick run on Resigun, which is a dual joystick shooter. Oh, yes. In the realm of Geometry Wars, you've kind of got a circular um, plane. So if you can imagine...
1: Kind of like Defender, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's actually really, really fun. It took me about half an hour to realize what exactly I should be doing because apart from just kind of flying around shooting, you need to save people and you need to... Do all this other stuff, and it was took me a while to figure out that when they said like human detected, how I got to that stage, and how I so it, it was kind of missing a little bit of hand holding at the start, but I figured it out. So, cross
1: end. between defender and choplifter, then <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure I'll be playing a lot more of that. And I also, mm. uh, on the PlayStation sale, I finally got a copy of Rocket League. Oh, okay, I think I need way more time with it. It's I can kind of go in there. I scored a couple of goals in in a match, which I was pretty proud about. Well um, done! I know I scored the first goal, and then I didn't score anything else. And then did you get up and, up and pull
1: your t-shirt over your head and run around the room?
0: No, but I made my car flip around. Ah, because you can because your car can flip around. So that's was the so-
1: that's the car equivalent of t-shirts.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, my car ha- is a um, is a hot rod with a blue and pink pearlescent paint, and it has a boombox on the roof.
1: I thought you were going to say it had Rowdy Roddy Piper livery on the outside.
0: <laughs> No, but I there are a lot of unlocks and I haven't mm. experienced all of them yet, so I'm hoping to find a kilt and some hot rod uh t-shirt graphics. Um it's quite it looks like a fun game. It looks like if someone said, oh, "Look, let's just take the Trackmania cars, but let's play soccer with them."
1: Mm, there's actually a good sit- documentary about the development of that game that uh NoClip put out they go through how they came up with the concept.
0: Oh, of cool. The um of the Rocket League. Yeah. I haven't I haven't actually watched any of the NoClip stuff the Doom one either.
1: No, the Doom one's really good.
0: Yeah. Apparently that game was going to be something completely different before Mm -hmm. it got changed into the good thing that it ended up. Yeah.
1: Uh, I actually actually played a little bit of that this week, but um, it frustrated me, so I I left it. I'm very close to the end.
0: Yeah, I didn't play any this week. I need to get back into it. Mm. All right, well, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, Let's move on to our weekly topic. I don't have a name for this, but we'll figure out something. I don't even have a theme music. We need some theme music for all the different things. Right. We've only got the one theme music because I haven't had time. But we'll get there. Uh, so, this is our weekly topic. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Um, that's exactly yeah, what see, we needed.
0: I'm going to sample that and that's going to be the theme song. Yeah, sample
1: there. it, loop it, put it through some reverb. I could just
0: do it live every week. Yeah, you could. Uh, there's that too. It saves me a lot of time.
1: You need to get one of those microphone stands that Trent Reznor has that has all of the MIDI effects on it.
0: I have. Uh, we were talking about eBay watched items, and I have an a longstanding eBay watched item or a thing. Oh, I don't know if I should say it because then people will also put it on their watch list. It's a microphone that the Beastie Boys used back in the nineties. Mm. It was. I wouldn't call it a novelty microphone, but it was kind of a novelty microphone because it was a microphone that had switchable effects in it, and they would use it to create different effects when they rapped. And apparently, they're quite hard to come by, and they occasionally pop up on eBay. But I've got it under a particular name, which is, which is the name of the mic, but I'm not sure whether they ever go up for that name because I'm not sure people actually know exactly what the name is of those mics. Yeah, you need but to add more watch lists. I do. Uh, it's going to be like weird mic with effects because then I've got to sift through a whole bunch of Barbie microphones and yes. things like that. Yeah. Castle Castle Grayskulls. One of these days, the mic will be mine. Mm. Um, so yes, weekly topic. You want to go yeah. first?
1: Okay. So one of the things I did play that I didn't talk about was I did my probably two monthly check-in on Shroud of the Avatar, Lord British's new RPG. Yes. Yes. Lord British has some strong ideas about um what's gone wrong as he's far got a as cool RPGs. House too. He does. He's had a couple of cool houses actually. I think he's just recently got a new one.
0: Awesome. He should do another video.
1: Yes. Um but one of the first things they do is they pop up a thing that says there are no quest markers and you just have to talk to people and topics will be highlighted and they'll tell you things Yep. and you may get a general idea about what you have to do. Um, and it made me think, like, that, that quest marker thing um, happened around the time of World of Warcraft and that was like a huge quantum leap for sort of MMOs and RPGs. Up until then, you just had to go and
0: talk to everyone. Yeah, and you had to guess the word that you had to say. To yes. trigger the next part of this quest.
1: Yeah, well, sort of Morrowind was kind of the last one, and by then you could just click on the word in their in their dialogue. And I think, yeah, yeah, um, I'm thinking Everquest days. Yeah, no, well, Everquest. Well, the jump from Everquest to World of Warcraft, where we, <laughs> we went from sort of hearing about things from people and reading about it on websites to just following the quest chain. But yeah. the downside of that is that nobody read the read the quest text anymore. More and more World of Warcraft moved to little movies that would play when you picked up important quests so you at least knew what was going on.
0: Yeah, it's just about speeding through the game.
1: Yeah, so I thought a bit about streamlining this week and when it's good and when it's bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, your son's playing Skyrim and we would probably have to agree that Bethesda are the kings of of streamlining.
0: Yeah, the thing he's doing is he's following the main quest and doing nothing mm. else until i pointed out that it's not really a game where you just mainline through all the quests because he got up to a point where he couldn't beat the snow um troll troll and i was like well you kind of probably need to go away and do some other things and level up a little bit and he's like well mm. what do you mean it's like well you know there are side quests you can do you don't necessarily have to go do the main thing
1: he hasn't experienced uh what we would call a directionless game where yeah um, it, it just allows you to do whatever you would like they're always um, good games. Yeah, well, it, it can depend. In Fallout 4, they probably took it a little bit too far. Um, and I'm trying to think of another example uh, that I had. Oh, was it... Um, it was Alpha Protocol, uh, where the dialogue... They, they had this big system where they didn't want you to pick dialogue. They just wanted to pick you to pick tones of, of a conversation. So you'd pick yeah. aggressive or defensive... And I remember talking to a guy and trying to get information out of him, and it, I just picked picked aggressive, and I thought I was going to get you know poke him in the chest a bit, shout at him. I grabbed yeah. him by the head and slammed his head into a bar. <laughs> I thought, gee, that's a bit, that's a bit <laughs> much. That's aggressive though. I, I yeah. wouldn't
0: just I wouldn't just count that as being non-aggressive. They definitely nailed it. Mm.
1: So I guess by streamlining this, they sort of you know you have to be careful about the expectations that you set. Yeah because you're trying to communicate more to the player by using less. And I think Fallout 4 suffers from the same thing, where people weren't entirely happy with the dialogue that they got by just choosing the, the sort of the short dialogue snippets in that game. But Bethesda were up against the wall with that one because they decided to voice act almost the entire game, so they had to make sure that, you know, their, their dialogue was pretty tight.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there are a lot of games out that, say you know we give you free reign and you can do whatever you want but realistically they've written a story and you need to follow your way down that story and hmm. there are going to be more than 12 different people playing the game so there are obviously going to be more than 12 different people wanting to choose a very particular style of playing there's not only 12 different ways of playing a game there's hmm. you you want to and i think a lot of people get to a point in those games where they're like no i that's that's not how i would approach this situation and there's no thing for me there's no Mm. way i would approach it
1: yeah having tried to develop a game multiple times and at one stage getting pretty far (laughs) giving people options um can sometimes lead to madness yeah you you know your code ends up looking looking like a twisty maze of passages just trying to account for for just about everything
0: yeah i think that's why there's still a market for really tight games which mm. do lead you all the way through cause yep something- your titan
1: falls yeah exactly even so- your call of duty black ops which famously plays itself yeah on the first level um the the bay of pigs if you just hide behind cover and don't shoot your team members will eventually <laughs> kill everybody for you and you can just do their walk. job some you can say. just walk through that level <laughs> at that point you just might as well be watching a movie yeah We can't let this go without talking about Dead Rising, though, because that's one that's maybe particularly angry lately with the release of, I guess it's Dead Rising 4, but I I don't really call it a Dead Rising game. Um, I haven't
0: haven't actually played too much Dead Rising. I I hear that they have streamlined a lot of it and mm. taken a lot of the Dead Rising out of Dead Rising.
1: Yep, no time limit, no psychopaths, younger, more attractive Frank West with a different voice actor. Mm. Um, possibly the only redeeming feature of the game is that frank west can now take selfies with his phone and he pulls the most <laughs> ridiculous faces while so they, mugging in
0: front of zombies so have they done the thing that they did to splinter cell where they got rid of michael Ironside and got a younger mm. gruffer sounding more virile sam mm. fisher
1: yeah which mm. sort of doesn't work because you want because sam fisher is like old and tired and scary yeah and he's like angry. he's just he's had enough yeah. And he if you get in his way, he's not even going to stop to warn you that you're getting in his <laughs> way, he's just going to deal with you. Yeah, he's just gonna choke you out. And so do you need an actor like Michael Ironside to sort of um to sort of communicate that, that, that sort of mindset?
0: I, yeah, that I don't I really don't give a fuck about you. I've got a job to do and you're in my mm. way.
1: Yeah, they they also did it with Thief as well, Thief Three or oh, was it Thief yeah, Four okay. now? Actually it was just called three. Thief.
2: Three, three, and, th- and the th- three. Th- three and an e? Yeah, no,
1: th- I think I think they eventually dropped that when people said that's a bit dumb, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they had a younger actor replace Stephen Russell, who was the voice of voice of Garrett. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm not not real happy about Dead Rising because that game was was actually interesting. It may, it forced you to make difficult decisions, and it kind of had that touch of Japanese weirdness. And and now that's sort of all gone.
0: Hmm. I, th- I don't mean. I've seen that happen in a, a bunch of games. Like the more they go along, the series, they, mm. don't, they don't add more of the thing you love. They kind of take away that and streamline yeah. the process and you lose that charm. They've kind of filed off all the really sharp edges and it's this beautiful soft thing that you, that's not going to hurt you, that's not going to frustrate you. But those are the part of the fun of exploring a game is going, oh, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Yeah. And I, I am frustrated. And then when you actually do succeed, it's all the better
1: when you try to appeal to everyone, you run the risk of not appealing to anyone.
0: Yeah. And then you probably find that this might be the last dead rising because of it. Maybe. I think it's doing okay, but yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's not a dead rising game for me. That game was, was a landmark game when it came out on the, on the original Xbox. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I actually played it like they sell it on steam now for, for PC. It came out very recently and I played it and it's still like, it's showing its age and it's a bit, Janky as far as movement goes, but it's still a really fun game.
0: Is that the quality of the port? Is is the port good? And it's just the game?
1: No, no the the port's really good, but the um, but the control. Like I pulled it out and played it on the three hundred and sixty as well, and it's it's just still you know they were still figuring out the controls for that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I've been meaning to play some of it. I've only played a couple hours of the first one, but I've been meaning Mm. to spend a little bit of time with it, but.
1: Maybe we should play some Dead Rising 2 or Dead Rising 2 off the record because it's got co-op. Ah. And then, yeah, then cool. you can make a, a bucket with drills on it and you put the bucket on a zombie's head and the drills just drill the, drill the
0: zombie. I'm in. I'm downloading it on my phone now. <laughs> I don't think it's on I'm dead, dead Rising on
1: your phone. Well, that's that's it for me. How, how about you? What's your weekly topic?
0: All right. Um, I am talking about emulation and ROMs because I did go down – the um, the well of trying to get Street Fighter to run on a bunch of different things and trying to get really specific versions of, of games to play. I was thinking a lot about uh, emulation and also the legality of emulation. Because so I think to be completely in the clear of when you play ROMs, you really, I think the rule is that you'd need to rip your own ROM. But that isn't as easy as what it sounds, uh, mm-hmm. even with equipment that is designed to rip a ROM, say, off, off a NES cart, you don't always get a good ROM. I've been reading yes. a lot of articles about how to actually rip it and people are saying, look, if there's already a ROM out there, it's best to use that because that's already been vetted. It's already got the right .nest files and the headers that allow the, the emulators to pick it up. So it's It's not just a matter of ripping a couple of files off, off a cart no. and having it run and apparently even to get the working ones, they've had to rip it four to five times and then compare the bits back to make sure that, that you did get it all because it's not like copying off a USB drive. No.
1: It's not designed to be accessed sequentially like that.
0: No, it's it was never. <laughs> Once it was on the card, it was never designed to be taken off. I am, but, um,
1: I've okay. spoken about my friend Lawrence on this podcast before when I was a teenager yeah. and his brother. Back in the 90s, his brother, who was a bit of a sketchy guy, purchased a device that could copy nin- Nintendo or Super Nintendo cartridges to floppy disks. Mm. And it would copy it onto about eight of them. And I remember that thing ne- usually needed to be run three or four times before it managed to get a working copy off off her cartridge.
0: Yeah. I'm actually really happy that there are people out there doing it and figuring it out, and because some people are never going to get to play any of these games that Mm. no one's got any interest in making anymore. Yep. Apart from Nintendo, who are selling them for $5 a pop on the virtual console.
1: Yeah, no one's able to play City Heroes anymore.
0: No. I don't think anyone's even got a server running yet, have they? No. they? No. No.
1: There's there's been a couple... There's a server... um, so there's a company called Icon, which is trying to make a game that's similar, although it's, it's almost a fan project, and I'm not sure how far along it is. And there's another group of gamers who have kind of got a client up and working, but there's no combat in it, and you can just fly around and use powers and sort of yeah. chat with other people and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and you sort of use the costume creator, and, and sort of that's kind of getting most people by, but, you know, half the fun was jumping into a mission and just sending guys flying
0: everywhere. Yeah. And it's it's actually a real shame you can't do that anymore because nothing's mm. even really replaced it for me. Well, well Champions, we on,
1: Champions Online is out, but it's really not, as far as I'm concerned, it's not a very good game.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I like owning the original versions of games. Mm. probably why I've got my ebay watch list a mile long about just really sp- specific stuff. I own some original arcade hardware, like some Neo Geo boards with blazing star and king of fighters 98 and all that kind of stuff because i really just love the game i've got mm-hmm. multiple copies of garu i've think i got two versions of the mvs the japanese and the english cart which actually i've found later to be the exact same cart and there's just a dip switch you flick to be japanese or english <laughs> but i've got two copies now and now i know how much they go for on ebay i'm keeping them right but it seems that uh, Nintendo, Polygon, was it Polygon? No, Eurogamer had an article about a Super Mario game on the that Nintendo have up on their uh, virtual console that someone's had a little bit of a look at the insides of. And it seems to indicate that Nintendo have just downloaded a ROM themselves off the nefarious sites of the internet and added their own wrapper around it and resold it out for $5.
1: So did Nintendo get a virus when they did this? or
0: They probably did. That's probably yeah. why they ended up releasing the Wii U. It's what, why they have to charge five bucks for it so they can afford,
1: like... Kick- Norton. Then. Yeah, Norton or Kapersky or something like that. McAfee. McAfee yeah. ain't cheap. No, no, so not, yeah, the way, uh, not the way not not the, the way he's going. <laughs> Running around <laughs> Bolivia with guns or whatever the hell it was.
0: <laughs> he's going to get a virus himself. And he's not yeah. going to be able to fix it himself. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of weird. Uh, and Nintendo have obviously denied doing it because as if they go, oh, no, yeah, we went to romhacks.org and just <laughs> downloaded yep. this, whack it through the virus protector, stuck a shell in it and, Off and we stuck go. it out. I bought a copy of Super Mario 3 for the uh, Nintendo 3DS a while ago. And I bought it because I thought, look, this is obviously going to be the best representation of this game. It's going to have the complete accurate ROM. It's going to have the complete accurate, accurate emulator because those are the guys who built it. Yep. But it seems like that that might not be happening. No, it's and ripped, ripped even, by
1: DarkLord420XXX. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the guy who wrote the original NES headers for the NES has kind of, I think they actually sent the bits and pieces to him because it's not like you can just kind of rip it out of their virtual console and compare it bit for bit. He's He kind of knows the memory address of where that NES header should be and, and he's gone in and had a look at it and goes, yep, that's the NES header that's out there on all the ROMs. So they've been potentially using some stuff like that. but. Apparently, also, that game is there are issues still a little bit with that game, so they haven't actually even gone back to their original files allegedly, allegedly. and ripped a fresh, beautiful copy out of it, selling the same stuff that's already out there. No, we don't, we don't,
1: of- we don't have to say allegedly. Nintendo doesn't advertise on our podcast, and the eh, way we're going, true. they never they might. will.
0: <laughs> Hi, Miyamoto. If you're there, send me an email. Yep. Yeah, so it's kind of a bit weird, and it opens up a weird legality within the legality, like because it's their software and someone else rips it do they still own it so that they've got every right to do it i suppose it's their stuff but You're getting it's just into a
1: licensing weird. there rather than purchasing something
0: yeah i don't know who knows i'm not a lawyer obviously i've said some things on this podcast which has led no one to believe that i'm a lawyer
1: we are not offering legal advice on this podcast
0: no but we will give you some if you want
1: no, no but we will absolutely not. We will say things that may sound like legal advice, but they should not be interpreted as legal advice.
0: Yes, I'm being told I should definitely make that quote as well. I should know mm. no one follow anything I say.
1: Nor should anything we say be interpreted as medical advice.
0: Except for eating ice cream. You should definitely yeah. do that when you're hungry. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm who knows. I mean, I've got the Nest Classic and they seem to be really good representations of those games, better than mm. I think what the Wii and Wii U virtual consoles are. They're just a clearer version of the game. Which yep. Cool. But who knows what ROMs are in there. They might have just downloaded a ROM pack and chucked it on a plastic box. Yep. How, how
1: long has this torrent got left to go? Because we, we have to release the NES Classic.
0: Dark Lord 728 ain't getting paid. Nah, he ain't. Anyway, I'm sure this won't be the last visit to the rom world that i'm going to do or the last visit to any of these nefarious sites i'm quite surprised that this week i haven't come back with a rom reader in the mail i did something
1: something similar myself The visits to the rom sites for something coming up on the site that i'm not comfortable talking about yet yeah Uh, right i I emulated a macintosh quadra and got system 7 working (laughs) (laughs) that's great That's, that's coming soon yeah
0: Semi-informatic, your place for the newest game releases. Yep.
1: The place for Nintendo and Macintosh Quadrant News. And NBA
0: Jam. And NBA the Jam. The version.
1: And Sean, what's his name? Camp. Sean Kemp. That's Sean it. Camp. I got it. I remember it. Yes.
0: <laughs> the Rain Man.
1: He had like seven kids or something with like different, different mothers. I read. <laughs> You've
0: been looking him up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I have. <laughs> he had issues. He had issues after a while.
1: Trying to make myself appear knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, educated about basketball. Mm -hmm. Semi-informatic for all your basketball Sean Kemp news We should have a Sean Kemp update And I should track (laughs) him down And tweet to him So what are you doing today We need need to do the news Does
1: he he even have a Twitter Like he dropped off the face of the earth And went on on reality TV from what I
0: read I'm going to find out that And and I will update you all next week In fully informatic At the end
1: There are a lot of Sean Kemp Twitters are there? Yeah, right. I can't tell which one's the real one.
0: Do any of them have the little blue check mark? What's a... All oh, right, verified. The, the verified. Probably not. Uh, no. His lawyers probably won't let him on. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. We're going to move right along to letting off steam. Hey. Hey. This hey. is where we read out some steam reviews we've found and had to have amused us during the week.
1: Are you ready for letting off steam?
0: We're ready to let off some steam.
1: Okay, well let's start with some Elite Dangerous steam. This is a positive review by Potato about Battery. Aliens? No, there's no aliens. 35.4 hours in the game. Mission, find two tons of grain and bring it back within 13 real-time hours. Get paid $2,400. Easy enough. 13 hours later, I'm somehow... 1,200 light years away I've discovered three nebulas made $100,000 hunting bounties and found a mysterious black box that I illegally sold for $20,000 and still not a single station that sells brain Conclusion there's no bread in space
0: (laughs) Space bread it's the hardest see that's the thing that's even harder to find in Mm. Elite Dangerous than than Aliens is space bread
1: because they've taken all the bread yeah uh, so this is the next one's a negative review from the Hollywood Hootsman, 14.8 hours. He says, guys, don't waste your money, just play No Man's Sky. <laughs> I think I know, we all know how that turned
0: out. I wanted the review to read. This is definitely not a hoot.
1: No, not at all. all right. Now, we went over to Oregon the Blind Forest for the next one, which is one of your games. The I positive review from Mozes. 14.8 hours. I'll have you know I only cried for 20 minutes. Wow, only 20 minutes. Only 20 minutes. And all uh, those he, were in the he,
0: first five minutes.
1: Did he have a Did he have a young daughter to explain things to, I wonder? <laughs> uh, and a negative review from Type 03, 28.4 hours. This game has overwhelmingly good reviews. Why are you looking at the only bad one? Just get the game. 28.4 hours? I didn't think the mm. game was that long. No, he obviously really likes... Ori in the Blind Forest to the point where he's torpedoing negative reviews by by hiding positive reviews in them.
0: He just loves to cry. I think that's just a person who just want, really really <laughs> yeah. loves a good cry.
1: Like watch, watching romantic comedies and playing Ori and the Blind Forest.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'd rather play Ori in the Blind Forest.
1: Hmm. So we're on to Rocket League now. A yeah. positive review from AAAA, 47.8 hours. Exactly like school P.E. Nobody ever passes to me and I get yelled at and everybody pushes me around.
0: I can vouch for that. That's mm. pretty much exactly the way the game goes.
1: Uh, and a negative review from Get In That Oven, Bernie. 630.6 hours. Oh shit. No support for masturbating while playing. Game constantly requires both hands to play and there are no guides online for how to set up your key bindings to enable one-handed play. Cannot recommend until this is patched.
0: He needs to spend less time playing Rocket League.
1: Mm.
0: He probably needs to get out of the house too. See, part of me thinks I'm never going to be as good as that man.
1: No. He's, he is the Sean Kemp of Rocket League.
0: Yeah. So he better watch it because he's about to have lots of kids with a couple of wives. And we're going to mention him on next week's podcast.
1: And have some shoes named after him.
0: Yep. Some get in the other Bernie um, Nike mm. Bernie,
1: Should we move on to the next segment?
0: Yes, the next segment is Fully Informatic, mm. which I also don't have a theme song for yet.
1: I made a lot of mistakes last week.
0: Yeah, you did. Mm. I, even, I actually didn't make... I mean, I'm not going to say that I didn't make any mistakes, but I didn't pick up on any mistakes. Do you so want to do my, yours
1: first? Because mine might be long and I have to apologize to people.
0: I'm going to knock my one out quickly. And then whilst you do yours, I'm going to go get a drink. Okay. <laughs> Come back about half hour later. No, no. Um, my one was I mentioned Reggie Jackson when I, mentioned, when I should have mentioned... Reggie Phil um, uh, We still
1: don't know how to pronounce his name.' No, I still you don't know, know how, next, how to pronounce next, his next name. week is fully informatic on how to pronounce his name.
0: It's David learns how to say Reggie's name Phil <laughs> like right. oh, something it. like that the, the Nintendo guy, the Reggie guy. Mm. Uh, so anyway, I said I was talking about Reggie Jackson and I thought that he was a basketball. Player. He was actually a basketball player, but I didn't know where from, and he played for the Detroit Pistons. Hi, Reggie, both of you, if you were listening,
1: if you're listening, Reggie.
0: We're, we're, well at least Dave is a big fan Of the basketball player one But not obviously the other one Because I don't know your name mm. I'll I'll figure it out One day I might meet him And then I'll go one day, And I'll be so confident in saying his name I'll just get it right next And then week. he'll
1: say that's, that's not how you say it Yeah he'll go no oh.
0: Alright well, your turn Correct so, all of your mistakes yeah.
1: <laughs> It was in fact Adrian Carmack Who tracked down John Romero's hair On the Irish Highlands uh, not Kevin Cloud, who apparently still works at id Software. Uh, He's so, got no
0: idea how to find John Romero.
1: No, well, he probably does. But Adrian Carmack and John Romero have a game coming up, but there's not that much information about it just yet. Uh, in that s- same breath, when we were talking about Kickstarter, I referred to Rebecca Heineman as the former Interplay programmer. Oh, sorry, I referred to Rebecca Heinlein as the former Interplay programmer. Her name is Rebecca Heineman. Uh, I'm not sure if that Kickstarter for her game dragons of the rip has gone live yet. It's either a work in progress or it was purged from the internet when the Kickstarter was canceled. Uh, I tried as hard as I could to figure out if anyone had posted anything yet. Uh, and Nothing. finally we were talking yep. about, and this is kind of both of us really. We were talking about monolith. Uh, with with yes. the switch launch last week and we thought yeah. it might be the monolith of the goddamn Tech engine and Shogo mobile armor division. It was yes. actually Monolith, Monolith Soft, um, the creators oh. of Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii, which I bought and was
0: bored to death by. So not um, the goddamn LithTech engine?
1: No, not the goddamn LithTech engine, not Jace Hall, who was the founder of Monolith, who went no. on to have his own TV show, the, the the Jace Hall show, where he interviewed 3D realms about Duke Nukem and asked them, what the fuck,
0: guys? <laughs> Could have interviewed a 3D Duke Nukem. No,
1: that he, he went a- on to buy Twin Galaxies, which was the the organization featured in that King of Kong documentary where
0: they just oh, yeah. like yep. high scores and things like that. Have, yeah, yeah.
1: Have, have you seen that documentary?
0: Yes. I think I, I've, I've seen that and I've also seen an episode, I think, where the King of Kong dude first got popularity. There was an, uh, an MTV show that they released called Real Life Gamers and they followed him around for a little bit. And they followed a group of guys who worked at FedEx and Mm. lived in a share house and would come home and play games there, and they followed a guy who was really good at Golden Tea. Oh yeah. I think I remember that one actually. Yeah.
1: Hmm. That's all of our corrections for this week. We might be making corrections about the about the J Soul show in Monolith next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or even real life gamers. I'm gonna go back Mm. and check that myself. All right. Well, that's uh, fully informatic. Consider yourself fully informed, hmm. fully, partially fully informed. Um, we're going to just, I think we'll just talk about a couple of releases this week. Um, hmm. We're probably not going to go over every last release because that's boring. Uh, no. Just anything that kind of interests us, we might not even do this every single week. No. I was quite excited and I'm looking, they aren't even, I, this one's not even a, a release that's coming out this week, but uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris, the Japanese game. Where you play uh, Poyo Poyo and you play Tetris on the same screen uh, versus each other, um, yes, is coming to PS4. Weirdly, it's coming to PS4 disc only. It's not going to come to PS4 digitally. Uh, I think for some reason, because of a licensing issue with it, uh, it's coming yeah. to the Switch on um, on disc and on digital, but it's not coming to PS4. Digital, right, which is weird. I've uh, I've asked Capcom. Uh, if we're getting an Australian release date for it, but they haven't come back to me yet, so they said, week. "Who the
1: who the you two idiots?" <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> how did you how did you get access to our press site?
0: <laughs> they gave me access to the press site, which probably could be an oversight on their behalf. Apparently, but, um, Capcom
1: will give access to anyone.
0: Yeah, well, you know, even us, the fools. Mm. Even after I spoke badly about them in an article about Street Fighter, but anyway, that that didn't happen. Capcom, hi, Capcom, no. Mr. Com. Yep. Uh, And your release of the week
1: Yeah, Yakuza 0 is coming out on the PS4 And I don't have a PS4 So I may end up having to rectify that Get a PS4, get Rocket League Then we can play Rocket League together Although my wife and I have an agreement about this sort of thing That to buy something fun We have to also take something off our list that needs doing So uh, we're getting a screen door for our front door (laughs) Because that's, that's something that needs doing
0: you So you're trading a screen door for a PS4, and it rhymes, and it's sells awesome. Mm-hmm. And i um,
1: looking around for prices, but everyone sort of got it at that 559 558 price, and I was hoping there'd be PS4 Pros at Costco, but they haven't
0: showed up yet. I think they started doing some deals where you would get a couple of games with one, rather than kind of dropping the price. I think they've added a couple of games, but I'm not sure yeah, what the games are, whether they're worth it or not. usually games that I'm not interested in. Call of Duty and, and Battlefield. Do you, don't
1: you remember that that's how we got Fusion Frenzy?
0: I think we learned to love Fuse you know, in, in a type of way that was kind of a pack-in love of where you only kind of have that game and a couple of other things. Mm. But anyway, um, I know that um, your wife might listen to this podcast, but I think the trick would be to put some things on the to-do list that are really easy to do and you can just take yeah. them off and, and get a PS4.
1: No, we we haven't. The to-do list is, is made by both of us. <laughs> there's, there's no sneaking anything onto it.
0: All oh, right, okay.
1: So yeah, I'm I'm shoes working on. working from home on Wednesday when the screen door guy shows up to do a quote.
0: Yeah, and he probably will cancel at the last minute because it's windy and a little bit rainy. Yeah,
1: possibly. He better not though, because I want Yakuza Zero. I've got Yakuza Four and I haven't finished it. Let's just talk about those games for a second. The only yeah. games that I know, like it's basically uh, like Grand Theft Auto. If it was described to a Japanese person over the phone and they just ran with it and made their own one, um. But there's no driving. You walk everywhere. uh, And people will just suddenly come up to you and put their hand on your shoulder and say, hey, you look a bit too confident. I'm going to fight you. And then, like, (laughs) the crowds kind of form a circle for you to stand in. And then you beat the shit out of each other with bicycles and signs and
0: stuff like that. That's how I assume all of Japan is, though. Mm. Like, just you having to walk everywhere because there's no car park. So no one's Mm -hmm. got a car. And just people surrounding you for no reason. And asking you to do shit. So
1: combined with that game is another game where you run a, um, God, what do they call those clubs in Japan where you talk to women, but that's about it. A hostess club. Like in Yakuza yeah. 3, you run a hostess club and you hire girls and you kind of give them advice on like makeup and clothes and things <laughs> like that. You look so perfect you've got man this, for that. Yeah. And then there's another thing where like you can just go to like a baseball practice nets thing where it just a uh, machine pitches balls at you and you sort of try yeah. to get them into certain quadrants on a board. Oh, um, mini games. Yeah. And then there's a thing where you just can go to like different restaurants and like convenience stores and just buy very Japanese things like, you know, v- vitamin medicine and, uh, you know, Is it's just weird. Like you can, you can go to like, um, uh, uh, I think it's Pachinko there's, there's a Pachinko parlor in there And they do the whole thing where you don't You don't get money if you win because it's not gambling But you get this prize Funnily enough Down the street there's a guy who's Buying these prizes off you for money Of course there is So it's not gambling because it happens somewhere else I'm surprised it's not sexy Pachinko For the arcade yep. machine But th- this is all combined with this Like fighting system where you can Yakuza three or four it like people's faces would get deformed to the point where their jaw was like hanging off and to the left because you like grabbed their face and smashed it into like a thing that people <laughs> lock, lock their bikes to. Um, and then that's all mixed in with like uh 20 minute cutscenes as well. Um, all in Japanese with just subtitles
0: and so every game Kojima did it. Huh? Kojima had a party. Yeah. It's like, it's almost
1: cut. if Kojima just stepped in. Um, and then every no, game This
0: cutscene be- needs to be longer
1: yes. No no longer still 30 minutes <laughs> So every game because it's y- Yakuza Ends up with them standing on top of a skyscraper Tearing their shirts off so you can see their Like huge back tattoos and beating the shit out of each other So every game ends with a shirtless Fist fight on top of a skyscraper
0: Look I've got a PS4 And I might be just reaching over to the, to the controller now And trying to find a <laughs> cheap copy of it
1: Does the PS4 have backwards compatibility?
0: Uh No nah. No,
1: because oh, I've, I've got an extra copy of y- Yakuza 3, which is actually the slowest one, because at the start, you're running an orphanage. <laughs>
0: of course you are. Of yeah. course you are. And do all the little kids have back tattoos and have fights? No,
1: know? no. But there's one kid who keeps getting in trouble at school and you solve it by going and playing golf with the headmaster and it's got a fully featured golf game in it.
0: That's how I solve problems for my children at school. If they've ever got a problem, I just go, well, we're going to play golf mm. and I'm going to show you my back tattoo
1: yeah so yeah that's that's why i like the yakuza game because it's got that little or all the yakuza games because i got that little spark of japanese development sort of circa the ps1 where no one knew what was going on and you got stuff like vib ribbon and omega boost uh, and do a lesser extent i guess metal gear solid because you know what the hell was happening in 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 that game
0: yeah well that's what i actually really liked about let it die was i loaded it up and it had this vibe about those kind of mid ps2 era Mm. capcom games it just kind of had that visual look and it had the and even in the movement it felt and it was just odd and it didn't really kind of take itself too seriously it knew it was a video game Mm. and i was it kind of brought a nice little smile to my face yes yeah
1: the yakuza guys also made one of your favorites as well which is binary domain ah oh That's why Binary Domain yes. has such long long cutscenes in it, because it's the same
0: hey, guys. Yes. Binary Domain. Yes. With the uh, French talking robot.
1: Oh, I haven't gotten up to the French talking robot yet. In Binary Domain? No, I got up to Big Bo uh, trying to crack on to the Chinese sniper girl. Yeah, that's yeah. That's about as far as I got. I yeah, thought about playing it. it for the site, but I think the opening cutscene goes for 20 minutes, and that's usually about how long <laughs> our videos are. So.
0: Just jump in halfway through the game. I think it's fine. Mm, possibly. But- um, no. But no, yeah, I, I like the the game because they decided that not only would they have a robot as one of the team members that, that, that you can pick up, but it's a robot with a French accent.
1: He talks English with a French accent.
0: Yeah, mm. and I bl- I think I, I don't quote me on it, and we can put it in full informatic for next week. But I think he he also wears a beret. Uh, okay. Well, that game's all about robots,
1: so you couldn't really Google binary domain robots.
0: You could get a French robot. I think you might.
1: Let's try might binary domain someone. French robot. Uh, no, he's got like a red scarf hanging around his neck. Ah, oh, yes, so yeah, that, yeah. that might
0: knew, be the. I knew he had something French. Yeah, and it wasn't a breadstick.
1: No, it'd be funny if he had like an arm that turned in. Yeah, that turned into like a bagu- baguette or something like that.
0: And a mustache, and he rode a bike around. Mm. Is that racist to French, or are we Probably. just, or are we just confirming a stereotype? Or we're probably playing on concerning a
1: stereotype. a stereotype. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, French people, if you're listening. We didn't mean yeah. it. We were just talking about French robots, and for all we know, that could be true.
1: Send more wine. And baguettes. Hmm. Possibly and some
0: cheese. cheese, too. Free. No snails. No. All right. Uh, coming up on the site this week, uh, we have another Friday Night Fights eventually. I, again, have to choose the fighting game. Last week, we did Injustice Gods Among Us. We had a little bit of fun. Um, I... I run over Lex Luthor with a Batmobile, which was pretty good. Mm. Um, Is this I the mind- big
1: Lex Lex Luthor in his power suit?
0: Yeah, in, in the power suit. And if he beats you, he switches off his power suit and climbs out of the power suit, and then he he answers a mobile phone.
1: Right. So I still remember the that game, um, DC Universe Online, the intro movie to that was pretty really yeah. cool. Because it had
0: Lex Luthor in his power suit, and he finally kills Super, Superman. Yeah, Superman's bad in... Um, or he's angry in um, Injustice Gods Among Us. Right. Maybe I should I think...
1: send you that, that, that movie to remind you again. Yeah,
0: maybe. All right. So there's uh, that coming up. I don't know what we'll play, but chances are it'll be some variant of Street Fighter. It'll be me starting on my journey to be able to play Street Fighter well. What are you um, going to
1: do, play against other people or just train?
0: Um, I'll start off with a little bit of training. Um, no. I think it's, I think I've got to learn some combos, some bread and butter combos and mm. stuff like that and learn about parrying and all that kind of jazz.
1: I tried to learn some for nitro blasters, but I failed almost com- completely.
0: Yeah. I've run through the training stuff on Street Fighter Five, and I've also run through the, and I also did this week, I ran through the training on Guilty Gear, uh, X. No, uh, Revelator, I think it was. Revelator.
1: Are you sure you've got Revelator or do you have- I've got
0: Revelator and, and I've got XRD. Right. Is this on PlayStation, is it? Yeah. Okay. So, so, I've got Revelator and the training on Guilty Gear Revelator is extremely hard. Like, on Street Fighter, they go, Oh, you know, throw a light punch, throw a medium punch. This is how you block. This is how you jump. And, mm-hmm. and on Guilty Gear, it throws you right into- Right, here is punch and his dash and here's this, and you have to jump up and hit all these balloons, and then there is all these flame firing up, and you have to da- air dash. and I was very stressed by the end of it. <laughs> right, it seems to it teaches you about combos pretty much straight off. It doesn't then, just go. And oh, then may we'll shoot like, you get out of the cannon. Later. Yeah, and you can't finish the training until you can do all of all of that stuff. Yes. Like do eight hit combos with the with the kind of cancels in the middle and all that kind of stuff, which I was my little hands were contorted around the PlayStation Four controller the dear life trying to do the combos
1: that's why you but, need so, a big,
0: big arcade stick we do I need to get onto this arcade stick frivolity very very soon so there's some Friday Night Fights coming up uh, I will hopefully this week get to a the first episode of our wrestling game series where I'm going to attempt to play all the different wrestling games out there it's going to be a long series but you know it's going to be a fun one uh, I will probably start with WWE F Superstars and uh, the name of the oh look, I'm going to save the name of the of the series. I'm I, I did a bit of a guitar intro for it too, just quietly. Awesome, yeah, rocking. Uh, do you have anything coming up? Yeah, so today
1: we posted the first Eldritch, um, or one of the or an an Eldritch video. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not doing more than one. I might do more than one. Uh, We're calling this segment Play Everything, just a segment where we play video games that we can't really fit into any of our other usual segments. And we've also got the start of probably some very casual Elite Dangerous basic training, just looking at ways to get started in the game. They're not going to be real long videos. There's not going to be like a sequence that you have to follow. We're just going to focus on an aspect of the game and uh, teach you how to do it.
0: I might actually download Elite Dangerous this week and give it a bit of a go. Mm. See if I can be a, a shadow runner and that, a, uh, a silent runner. <laughs> Why? I should be right, isn't yeah. it? Just like you just—I'm just, just going to fly towards something and turn off my engines and go past it. Isn't you, that's how you told me it worked? I didn't it even need to watch the videos.
1: I, I'm not sure Elite Dangerous is your type of game, and I would hate to see you waste
0: your money. Maybe you should wait for a sale. All right, I'll put it on my wish list and wait for it until it's 75 percent off. Yep. That's the thing. I want a, I want a system in Steam. If Gabe Newell's listening, this is the system I want in Steam. That everything on my wish list, I should be able to set a filter to say if these games go under a certain amount of money, just buy them for me. So right. if any of these, so I should be able to go. All right, five dollars is my limit. If these games ever go under five dollars, just get them for me. Here's my credit card number. I trust you. Just get them for me they probably making that's too much money with, with
1: CSGO betting or something like that that they're not really responsible for but kind of really responsible for. Yeah, true. Controversial.
0: No one would ever buy games anymore. they just stick them on the wish list and wait. Mm. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Yes. That's been uh, Semi-Informatic for this week. Uh, episode number three. Who would have thought episode number three is down and in the bag? Well, it's in the bag this fast. So I will have to stick it all together and stick some music on it and get it out the door. But we've got it this far, and everything seems to be recording correctly. So, fingers crossed. Uh, if you want, if you want to send any questions or corrections, please email us at semicast at semiinformatic.com. Uh, visit the site, watch some of the videos, some of the some of the guides, learn how to not die in seven days, and um, watch some fighting game things and anything else we feel the, the need to put up. Uh, but that's it. So have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.